Hello and welcome to episode 38 of the Oddworld News Podcast. This week's episode is titled Luck, Records, and Cards. Oddworld News is a weekly podcast where you cover the strange and peculiar news that has occurred throughout the world. If you would like to follow along with this week's episode, you can find the show notes in your podcast application of choice or by going to oddworld.news slash 38. Here are the stories for the week of August 30th, 2015. Dolce Vita. Last week on episode 37, we covered a story about two people who broke into a woman's home and were found sleeping in her garage. Well, this week we have a similar story. A Connecticut family were sleeping on their boat. They were awoken by a light around 2 a.m. When one of the family members went up to see what was causing the light, they found a 20-year-old woman and a 23-year-old man on their boat. When confronted, the pair ran away on foot. Police were notified of the incident. After some initial investigation, police found a Kentucky Fried Chicken slash Taco Bell bag containing food and beverages. Police used the receipt that was still in the bag. This led them to the home of the woman. When questioned, the two indicated that neither had ever been on a boat and, quote, had wanted to take some selfies, end quote. The light that awoke the family was from the pair's camera. Police report indicate that no possessions were reported missing, but a backpack had been rifled through. The two are charged with breach of peace, conspiracy to commit burglary, burglary in the second degree, criminal attempt to commit larceny, and criminal trespass. The two were issued bonds of $1,000. Biking in. Europe has not had a very good year thus far. They've had to deal with the debt crisis in Greece, as well as the influx of refugees seeking asylum from Syria. Many have attempted to cross the ocean, use trains, and even smugglers to reach countries within the European Union. There are some that have taken a more circuitous route to reach a safe country. Kirkenes, a northeastern town in Norway, which is located approximately 2,500 kilometers, or 1,553 miles, northeast of Oslo, has had to handle 151 refugees this year. The asylum seekers have gone through Russia to try and reach Norway. Their mode of transportation, for at least some of the journey, has been on bikes. The Storskog border post is not open to pedestrians, hence why they must use bicycles, since vehicles are permitted. Norway's neighbor Finland has not seen this type of technique used by any people immigrating into Finland. Although when asked about the number of immigrants they received this year, spokesman states, quote, it really has only been a handful a year, if that, end quote. It is not known what, if anything, will be done to reduce the use of bicycles. Lucky Scratch Every once in a while, somebody may be strolling along when they spot some money on the ground. The majority of the time, the money found is only in coins. However, there are times when a dollar bill or maybe even a $5 bill is found. It is quite uncommon to find a $20 bill just lying on the ground. This is exactly what happened to one San Francisco Bay Area man. He found a $20 bill on the street outside of the San Francisco International Airport. The man was not sure what to do with it. He decided to buy two scratch-off lottery tickets, something he had not done in 10 years. This is what the man had to say, quote, I scratched the tickets outside of the store. I told my friend who I was with that I didn't know if it was real, but I think I just won a million dollars, end quote. The man did indeed win one million dollars. The man works as a bartender and plans on saving the money, for now. Lottery officials state the store where the tickets were purchased will receive a $5,000 bonus. The man does have a second chance to win $25,000 for the non-winning ticket that he had purchased. In the manner of pay it forward, the man states that he may, quote, begin leaving $20 bills on the street in random places to spread his good fortune, end quote. Lost Ordinance There have been a couple of episodes throughout the podcast where we've covered unexploded ordinance. 
Usually this ordinance has been vintage and has been lying dormant for many decades. Well, we have a similar story, except the ordinance is not vintage and is not explosive. An Apache helicopter from Fort Drum, New York was flying over upstate New York, specifically from Fort Drum to Stewart International Airport. During the flight, a non-explosive dummy missile fell from the helicopter. Even after extensive searching, the 5-foot, 100-pound black missile has not yet been found. Fort Drum officials state, quote, The M36 captive flight training missile poses no risk to the public because it is not explosive or motorized. End quote. Fort Drum officials also indicate that they do not know how the training missile separated from the helicopter. The training missile cannot be dropped or fired from the helicopter, unlike the live counterpart, the Hellfire missile. Prove your worth. There are many different reasons for needing to use donated sperm or eggs. Many countries have sperm banks to hold specimens for the time that the sperm is needed. In Denmark, they have a slogan, quote, This is the Viking invasion. Exports from Denmark are beer, Legos, and sperm. End quote. Denmark's biggest sperm bank, privately owned Cryos, said it had more than 450 registered donors and was exporting sperm to more than 80 countries. For Britain, they are a bit behind the Danes. This year, the British Sperm Bank has only nine registered donors. The rigors of the process is one of the reasons why the clinic has so few donors after almost a year. An approved donor has to come to the clinic twice a week for up to four months and refrain from sex or masturbation for two days before each visit. This must be the hardest part. To try and increase the number of registered donors, the bank is trying a new slogan, one related to Superman. Donors will receive £35, or approximately $54, per session. Laura Witgens, chief executive of the sperm bank, states, quote, You shouldn't do it for the money. There's really not much in it for that. We're literally asking men to come forward and to help people become a family. End quote. One of the other reasons for the shortage is donors are competing with private companies. Private companies are selling samples for approximately 950 pounds or $1,450. Once a child is conceived as a result of a sperm donation, they have the right to inquire about their donor at the age of 18. This law was introduced in 2005. Kitty up. It sure does seem like there is a record for just about everything these days. Over the course of the podcast, we have covered tamales, pizza, and sandwiches. This week, we have another record. This time, it is for pantomime animals. Pantomime animals are actually costumes where individuals act like the animal. Imagine a horse costume with two individuals inside of it. The Great North Gallop was run at Newcastle Racecourse in Gottsford, England. The current record is 128 individuals creating 64 animals, all of whom run a 100-meter course. The previous record was 53 pantomime animals and was set at Kempton Park Racecourse in 2013. The group who set the most recent record was raising money for St. Oswald's Hospice. Bow wow, chicka bow wow. There are many different ways for paying for items. This can range from coins to cash, check, debit cards, and even a system like Apple Pay. Many entities choose the type of payments that they will accept. The most common for mass transit items is a swipe card. Many transit authorities create specific additions to commemorate occasions. Taipei in Taiwan is no different. Taipei's mass transit system uses a contactless card for payments. Given the way that the Taiwanese have become accustomed to this, they use it for more than just transit. They also use it for convenience store purchases as well. Taiwan's Easy Card Corp. decided to have a special edition of their card. This card features Japanese porn star, Wei Hatano. Cards feature words like angel and devil. However, neither edition will show a naked woman on them. Taipei Mayor Ko Wen-ji has asked that the cards not be, quote, 
openly sold, end quote. This means that they should not be sold at convenience stores or metro stations. So the Easy Card Company has sold them over the phone. The initial run of 15,000 was sold out in just about four and a half hours. According to one Metro writer, quote, it's culture worship, end quote. Taiwanese went for the cards because they look up to Japanese culture. Nearly 3 million people from Taiwan traveled to Japan last year. Proceeds from the sale will go to charity. Telepotted. One of the most recognizable sights at any festival is the portable toilet. They are generally green or blue, and they are similar to the sides of a telephone booth. A woman was using a portable toilet before the opening of the Newland Fish Festival in Cornwall, England. A forklift driver picked up the toilet and moved it to the other side of the harbor where the festival was being held. Organizers of the festival confirmed that the woman was not injured in the incident. Harbor master Rob Parsons states, quote, I think she was suffering from a bit of shock, or she thought she'd just been teleported across to the other side of the harbor. End quote. Mark Kempthorne, director of Andy Lou's, the company that provided the toilets, states, quote, It does happen quite a bit, to be honest. I've done it a few times. End quote. Huffing it. It should be common knowledge that humans do not make the best choices in life, as one 44-year-old man from Topsham, Maine, demonstrates in this story. The incident began a little after 8 p.m. on Route 196 in Topsham. Witnesses state the man parked his car on the front lawn of Topsham Mobile Home Sales, and witnesses attempted to detain him. The man was having none of this and drove to the nearest gas station. Witnesses notified police. Police spotted the man's vehicle in Interstate 295. Officers indicated the man had stopped in the breakdown lane, but as the police cruiser approached the man, he pulled into traffic, almost striking a tractor trailer. One officer pursued the man, at speeds never exceeding 45 miles per hour. The man then ended up hitting a guardrail, which then pushed him into a ditch. When the officer approached the car, the man took a can of dust off, which is used to clean hard-to-reach areas, like in a keyboard on a computer, from under his seat and began inhaling it right in front of the police officer. The officer removed the keys from the ignition and forced the man to the ground and handcuffed him. The officer then proceeded to arrest the man. The man was charged with operating under the influence of drugs, driving to endanger, failure to stop for a police officer, and civilian possession of inhalants. The man was transported to jail and was held on $1,000 bail. The officer states the man had a five-pack of dust off in his vehicle. Topsom police have previously issued a summons for the man in 2013 for, take a guess, the illegal use of inhalants. Legendary Graffiti Back in episode 32, we covered a story about the Loch Ness Monster. Another long-standing legend is that of Sasquatch, or Bigfoot. Sasquatch has been spotted all over Kenanbunk, Maine. However, it is not the life-size version. It is only a spray-painted rendition of the creature. Police indicate that the graffiti was concentrated around Kenanbunk Beach. Police managed to nab the 36-year-old man who was painting the town with his Sasquatch drawings. He was charged with criminal mischief and possession of drugs. Kenan Bunk's police chief says that the Sasquatch is to face public and private property and costs, quote, time and money to repair or replace, end quote. From warm and fuzzy to cool and collected. Animals that are normally kept in a farm can easily become lost. We have covered a few examples of this throughout the life of the podcast. This week, we have a lost Australian merino sheep that had been found. The sheep, named Chris after the sheep in the show Father Ted, was found near Mulligan's Flat Woodland Sanctuary, 
by a couple of bushwalkers. The sanctuary is just outside of Canberra, Australia. Chris was just wandering alone. Chris the sheep was not just any ordinary sheep. He weighed in at 84.85 kilograms, or 186 pounds. The bushwalkers called the Canberra RSPCA. According to Tammy Van Dang, Chief Executive Officer of the RSPCA, quote, When he was first brought in, he was really shy. He was shaking, he would move his head away from people, and he could barely get up and walk. End quote. Due to his condition, as well as the fear of his skin tearing, Chris was sheared under an anesthetic. Ian Elkins, champion shearer, states that after shearing, Chris appeared to be in good condition. Elkins states, quote, I don't reckon he's been shorn before, and I reckon he's five or six years old. End quote. Now that he was sheared, Chris weighs a svelte 44 kilograms, or 97 pounds. The total amount of wool removed from him weighs approximately 41 kilograms, or 90 pounds. Typically, Australian Merino sheep are shorn annually and average about 5 kilograms, or 11 pounds, of wool. Elkins indicates that the wool is too long to be sold commercially, so it is hoped that the wool can be registered with the Guinness Book of World Records. The record would be the most wool shorn at one time from one sheep. The previous record was 28.9 kilograms, or 63 pounds, and 11 ounces. As a note, there are before and after pictures that can be found in the link to the story. And that concludes this week's episode of the Odd World News Podcast. You can find the show notes for this episode and all previous episodes at oddworld.news. You can follow us on Twitter at underscore oddworldnews. If you'd like to submit a story or send feedback, you can email us at oddworldnewspodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to support the podcast, please subscribe or follow the Amazon link on the left side of the website. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week. Music